Hi, this is Dr. Irene Cheng. Again on my podcast, Be Happy, Healthy and Wealthy. Welcome back. Now, today, I want to obviously highlight this. So stop doing what you're doing if you have any of the following symptoms. So pay close attention. If you get brain fog, headache, migraine, feeling tired all the time, feeling very fast, get hungry, maybe get hungry every two to four hourly, get central fats, you know, tummy, belly fat that you can't lose, Uh, get, you know, thick, what we call uh, hyperpigmentation, where the skin actually uh, get very um, hyperpigmented or very darkened skin. Um, The other problem is, could be, you just get mood swings all the time. So a lot of this could be due to your body secreting too much insulin. Okay. The reason why is we call it hyperinsulinemia. What it means is hyper means too much. Insulin means the hormone insulin. Emia means just in the blood. Right. So why am I highlighting this today? Is because a lot of people out there do not know you are what you eat. A lot of the problems you've got could be due to your diet and your lifestyle. Now, imagine that if you are eating a lot of food that cause your body to secrete too much insulin. This is what I'm going to be talking about today. How do we work on that? How do we know? Now, if you've got any of these symptoms, obviously, it could. this could be the cause of it. But I, first and foremost, I want to put a disclaimer out there to tell you that you will still have to talk to your doctors because I'm not your doctor. Your doctor knows your past medical history, you know, your blood results, your tablets or your medication. And I have no clue about any of those. So you're going to have to double check and uh, check with your doctor with whatever I'm saying, because what I'm doing now, I'm just putting uh, all this information out there as an awareness, because a lot of people get shocked when I told them all this information. So why am I focusing on this? Because so many people get all this problem all the time and they didn't realize it could be because of what they've just eaten or they have been eating. So why does the body go into this hyperinsulinemia? Now, the body goes into that that state when the body trying to bring the sugar down. See, when you eat certain type of food, your body is being flooded with with too much sugar coming in, okay? And the body, it doesn't like that. The body has got a very tight control of the sugar level. It's got an upper limit and it's got a lower limit. So when it goes above that limit, alarm bell will ring, the body will secrete insulin to control the level so that there's no flooding above the flood line, okay? So the body has got that level. And the body doesn't allow the sugar level to go certain level as well. And the body has got a mechanism what to do if that goes on. So today we're talking about the op- the higher level when the sh- sugar level go too high and the body brings the insulin out to bring the sugar down. So 
How the body help in controlling that is by using a hormone called insulin. The job is to bring all the sugar down. And the favorite job of insulin is to bring it down, bring inside the cells and form fats. So it's a very proactive hormone to store fat. That's why it's called a growth hormone, okay? Now, when you have too much insulin, that's also not good because your body can get so used to it and your body become resistant to your own insulin, okay? So the high resistance to your own insulin means that your body is not sensitive and not listening or obeying the action of insulin, which means you're going to need more insulin to do the same job, okay? So, Hyperinsulinemia can cause all those symptoms I've just told you. Mood swings, brain fog, migraine, headache, tiredness, hungry all the time, central fat, hard to lose the belly fat. Um, and um, the other thing is uh, obviously darkened skin, uh, small little skin tags and all those other stuff that could be going on. Now, I wouldn't say not a lot of doctors know about it. A lot of doctors actually know about it, but obviously they just didn't have the time to talk about it. So what I'm trying to highlight here is to be aware of that. Now, what caused insulin to come up? It's this surge of sugar coming in. So you see, when you eat carbohydrates, okay, that's when it get broken down into glucose, which is the sugar we describe here. So when we say sugar, it's not really sugar. We are the energy body that we call glucose are the one that we uh, use as the uh, burning mechanism, like the fuel for the cells, okay? Now, the thing with the body is that uh, it cannot stand too much sugar, okay? And it treats it as either a flood or a fire. That is how serious the body really look at too much sugar, okay? So let's say uh, you will say that, oh, doctor, I don't really eat sugary stuff, you know, I eat quite healthy. And when I look through some of the diet plan, they actually eat a lot of carb, and but they didn't realize carbohydrates or starch actually become, some of the grains as well, they become carbohydrate. they become glucose They get, when they get digested. Now, what you don't want is that sudden surge. If it gets released very slowly, it actually will not cause as such, as such a high a spike or surge of insulin, okay? So the slower the carbohydrate release the sugar, the better. So this is what we call glycemic index. So you can Google this, food and its glycemic index. Then you will understand some of this carb that has got a better profile. Like for example, when I was pregnant years ago, I eat a lot of oats and I don't get, I don't feel hungry because it maintained my sugar level a lot better compared to if you eat bread, especially white bread. So anything that is highly refined processed carbohydrates, like for example, flour, crisps, these are the big culprit that because they're so highly processed, once it goes and get digested, that you get a high surge of sugar or glucose going up in your bloodstream. 
So let's say a slice of bread, just a normal medium size, is twenty grams of sugar. If you eat the thick slice, it could be even up to thirty grams of sugar. When I tell this to the patient, they get shock. And when I tell them a bowl of pasta, just a normal standard bowl, you know, it's fifty grams of sugar. And I tell them a standard size of jacket potatoes. Could mean seventy-five grams of sugar released from it when it gets digested, and imagine the amount of sugar surge that you get, and that's why insulin just become havoc. They just comes out and flood out. Now, why some people feel tired all the time or hungry is because well, let me explain. When you sugar, so this is supposed to be the level, and you've got a sudden spike. Too much sugar coming in, so the body sends that and will then release insulin. That, but there is a bit of delay and trying to search the insulin to bring the sugar down. And you see it goes down, but unfortunately the insulin there is a delay to it. Too much insulin comes out to bring the sugar down because the body treats it as an emergency. Fire, fire! We need to pull out. Put off this fire, so it brings the sugar down too quickly, and what happens is that it goes below the lower level and actually dip too low, and overshot the lower limit, and then you start feeling so hungry, you start feeling jittery. Oh no, I need another boost of sugar. I feel tired. I've got no energy. You know those kind of feeling. So that it's because of that insulin surge coming up. Trying to bring the sugar down and overdoing it and bringing it too low, and then you get another yo-yo because you'll be tired and you're gonna be say, "Oh, I need some food now." You're gonna eat chocolate or you know any drink that bring the sugar up again, and you feel, "Oh, I feel better now." And unfortunately, that surge create another surge, and the insulin has to come up again, and that's why you get the yo-yo sugar level going up and down, not stable, and that's why you're feeling tired, energized, tired, energized, and that's how you see in kids. If you see in kids suddenly they've just add some sweets, oh, they look like bunnies, you know, like Duracell bunnies. Too much energy, and then sugar level come down again. They oh so tired, and they become grumpy. They get tantrum, and that's how you get some of those problems with tantrums. So these are the things that happen, and that's my advice on cutting down on the highly refined processed carbohydrates. If you want, go for the more complex carbohydrates that actually releases the sugar a lot slower, and then you're not going to be causing too much insulin coming up all the time. This is a major problem because I see so many problems every day. I'll be reciting this, and I'm hoping that you know what? I'll just give you a piece of paper and you can just look at it. If only patient will look at it. Now the issue is this is not good news. Every time I tell the patient, they are not happy because they think that they want a quick miracle pill from me so that they feel better. But they didn't realize it's what they're doing that is doing to their body, causing the symptoms. So, so tweaking that would be something that you could do. But obviously, working on your lifestyle, diet are very important because imagine if you're. Just snacking all the time, or having your meals in between all your snacks, 
let's say six to ten times a day. Imagine your body has to firefighting six to ten times a day causing this problem. And imagine over the, the days, weeks, months and years, your body is going to be tired and your pancreas, which is the organ that secretes the insulin, will get bankrupt soon. Yeah, it's going to die. It's going to be exhausted, overwork, and then you become diabetic over the years. So this is what is so important. If you learn all that, you will realize that, oh my goodness, what am I doing to my body? Now, a lot of people, when I tell them, they are not very happy because carbohydrates is their comfort food, right? Let me just tell you that... I'm not asking you to do the extreme. I'm just asking you to tweak it slowly, to work on it gently, because the more extreme action you do, you're not going to be able to keep up with the hard work or with the discipline. The best thing to do is just do little and little by little small changes that you could sustain. Yeah? Now, the reason why I want to mention this is because, remember I tell you about the insulin being a fat storer, a fat converter, so it's, it changed all your sugar into fat immediately. That's how it hides it away. You see, your insulin is like the key, okay? When you don't have your own enough insulin, as, as the more you overuse it, the problem is you have bigger problem because your insulin is like a key. It opens the door to your cells and and to feed the cells, right? So too much is not good, but you still have need to have enough. So now the important thing is that when you have too, like in diabetic patients, when they have too much sugar surrounding, but not enough insulin to do the same job, where in some patients we have to start on insulin, it's because they have already bankrupt, okay? And what happened then, your cells are starving. On the outside, all the sugar are outside, looming, floating around, sugarizing all the other cells, but not feeding the cells, okay? So isn't that important? And that's why you just get tired because... You know, diabetic patient gets tired all the time because they, they're not feeding their cells, okay? So it's a balance. Now, the other reason why I want to focus on this fat storage is because you see a lot of people having central fats, fat everywhere being put into different organs. Now, one of the major one is fatty liver. Now, a lot of people don't know fatty liver is due to all this, you know, modern diet we've got, Okay. Now, some people would disagree. I mean, in a sense that fatty liver is still being um, researched uh, a lot more now compared to last time. You know, when I was in medical school, like 25 years plus ago, we've never really talked about fatty liver because people are slowly only discovering it. So textbook really don't talk about it. And a lot of doctors may not be aware of it. And I, for for one, I, I've been going and researching on fatty liver and going to meetings, learning about things. Okay. So I will be inviting, I'm hoping to invite some experts on the, onto these podcasts to talk about fatty liver because it's a major problem. And some of these clever experts, I mean, I also know a lot of it, but obviously these clever experts, they are doing a lot more research on how to, uh, you know, heal. But unfortunately, 
it's going to be difficult once you have the fatty liver. It can be reversed, obviously, if you start working on your diet. But Laura like said, the major culprit is this action from the insulin of too much sugar coming in and bring it and the insulin bring it all into the organs and storing fat there haphazardly. And that's what happened to, to people with fatty liver. Okay, so people with fatty liver, a small percentage can end up having liver scarring as if they drank too much alcohol over the years. Now, this has happened to so many of my patients, and unfortunately, a lot of them discovered in their 60s or in their 70s, and because we only get to know this condition um, over the last few decades, uh, we haven't really got much um, drugs or help for this patient. And unfortunately, they're left with liver failure, liver cirrhosis, or liver scarring, uh, with the liver fail to detox the body and causing more problem. Okay, because the liver in detoxing is so important for your well-being to prevent ill health, cancer, um, arthritis, and all major issue about you know energy. So, let's talk about the fatty liver. Now, I would probably be uh, highlighting this uh, in a later podcast episode because it's too much to talk about it today. Now, fatty liver, I'm sure a lot of patients out there will be asking, yeah, every time they talk to doctors, yeah, fatty liver. And a lot of doctors sometimes don't even warn them the serious complication that could come up from fatty liver. They'll just ask them, yeah, lose the weight. But the problem is, it's not just losing the weight. How to lose the weight? How to shift the fat out? See, first and foremost, not to store them by not to activating your insulin. And the second one is some of the things that you could do are like, for example, intermittent fasting. And also some of the other thing is practical keto. There's many things out there. Obviously, losing weight can also help. But some of these uh, techniques we've got here that I've just mentioned, they will be a lot easier technique to do, okay? Uh, so it's this session is too short for me to talk about intermittent fasting. So at a later stage, I'll be calling another specialist uh, to talk about intermittent fasting or I'll be covering it myself. So it's so crucial. I do intermittent fasting myself and I also do a practical keto. Practical keto, I think the major one is because um, I tend to uh, eat the healthier fruits and vegetables, but also I, I cut down a lot of the carb, especially refined carb. Okay, so it's important to work on that because the practical keto can actually shift some of these things and actually make your body more sensitive to your own insulin. In the longer run, your liver become healthier. Okay, so I think that's enough for today. I've got so much to talk about, but maybe for a later episodes. Stay tuned, how to get more energy in your life. Thank you, bye.